pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm screaming Wednesday morning on Canton's Morning News with Pam Cook, Bill Morgan in for Pam for the next couple of days. And as Pam does every Wednesday morning at this time, happy to be talking. Now, if this guy brought no information, which he doesn't, his energy alone will get you going on a Wednesday morning. Dr. Stan, good morning. How are you? Bill Morgan, it is great to talk to you, and I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Now, tell us a little bit about the new COVID vaccine likely available by next week. How do we make sense of all the new vaccinations and things along those lines, Dr. Stan? Yeah, so uh, there's a whole bunch of shots. There's the, the flu shot that we talked about getting, the RSV shot, and the COVID booster um, that's just become available. So if you're going to get immunized, if you've never gotten immunization, you don't get this new shot. This new shot is a booster. Now, it just got the approval yesterday. It was a reformulated COVID-19 vaccine from Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna that it targets the Omicron variant XBB 1.5, which was the dominant type in June. That's when the FDA selected this vaccine strain. So the vaccine is going to be sold commercially rather than to the federal government. So it's going to be a little bit different in the way in which it's paid for, the way in which it goes. But the XBB 1.5, this is the one that this was strained, that it's against, roughly only accounts for about 3% of new cases in the U.S. So the largest currently circulating variant is the EG.5, that's 22%, and the FL1.5.1. I know these numbers and these letters, they're so ridiculous, but that's what they're called. Um, that, that makes up 15%. Those are members of the XBB subvariant family. So these latest vaccines are monovalent. So unlike the previous boosters, means the target a specific variant of the virus rather than both the variant and the original strains. So hospitals have seen the rise in new COVID-19 related admissions over the past two months. The figures are lower than in the past. So there was a rise of admission to almost 19,000 from two weeks ago. Uh, up from 6,500 from three weeks ago. So the figure is still less than when we were seeing 35,000 hospitalizations a year and a half ago. So the problem is the new vaccine covers a strain that we don't necessarily see right now. But what the expectation is, is that even though it doesn't cover the most common strains. 
it'll boost your immunity to prevent you from getting hospitalized and death if you end up catching COVID. So it's kind of convoluted. Um, so let me put it in perspective. And so this is, this is the way in which I like to think about things. When it comes to infections, what is your highest risk? How many people died from COVID in the past 12 months? And the answer is not a million people like we've had over the past three and a half years, but over the past 12 months with the Omicron variant, there's been around 12,000 um, 12, people that have died. How many people died from influenza in the past 12 months? And there the answer is around 50,000 people. How many people died from RSV in the past 12 months? That's uh, respiratory syncytial virus. And the answer is around 25,000 people. So if you put things and stack them up in perspective, the government is focused laser beam-like on COVID. Yes, COVID has killed a lot of people. But in perspective, there have been more people that have died from RSV and from influenza in the past 12 months than have died from the new COVID variant that have been coming around over the past year. So if you were going to say, all right, I'm a healthy person, I don't have that many medical problems, what should I prioritize? Prioritize getting the flu shot. If you're over the age of 60, get the RSV shot. If you're over the age of 65, also then get the new COVID booster. But the most important one is get the flu shot. Statistically, that's the one that's more likely to kill you. The next thing is, is we rank to see which people are at the highest risk for bad outcomes. And here's where the disease kind of is interesting. If you have heart disease, you need to get the flu shot by far. That's the number one virus that will kill you. If you have lung disease, you need to get the RSV. By far, that would kill you. If you have the disease of obesity or diabetes, you need to get the COVID vaccine. So the way to think about these three different shots is based on what you are plagued with, that's what you should really focus on, which shot you get first. The recommendation is going to be everybody should get every shot. That may not be feasible. I mean, when it comes to the last vaccine, the boosters that came out, only 17% of the American population got the booster last September since then. So the likelihood of everybody lining up outside the pharmacies to get the new COVID booster is pretty low. So if I was going to prioritize, I would prioritize everybody should get the flu shot, specifically if you have any heart disease, hypertension, hypercholesterolemia, if you've had a stroke, if you have any coronary vascular issue, if you end up having any lung issues, you really want to prioritize getting the RSV um, vaccine. The RSV vaccine is new, and it's covered um, under Medicare Part D. So you only get that at the pharmacies 
if you're over the age of 65. If you're between 60 and 65, um, you're not on Medicare, then it's going to be covered um, for people over the age of 60. Um, so that's the ideas behind that. Um, RSV is the source of the common cold that affects people just during wintertime. It causes severe bronchitis that kills people. So I know this is convoluted, and it is so frustrating because people don't want to line up and say, yeah, shoot me with your best shot with everything you got. People, are because there's reactions or side effects, you want to be a little bit judicious. And so that's why it's not a simple answer. Talk it over with your healthcare provider. Talk it over with your pharmacist. They're going to be the ones that are going to be able to give you the highest grade level of information to help you to make the right choice for you. For most people that are young, so, Bill, do you need to line up and get the COVID vaccine? Here's where it gets tricky. The number of people that are between the age of 18 and 50 that have died from COVID is not that high. It's mainly people that have severe medical problems. So if you don't, you probably don't have to get it. Not only full of information, Dr. Stan Anderson, plenty of personality. These are the notes Dr. Stan sends us, that paper rattling. He says, <laughs> I, I will be sharp as we talk about jabs. That's what he sent to Billy BB and I. Dr. Stan, as always, thanks so much. Have a great week. Thanks, Bill. You too. 